Okay, folks. This is the Insomniac edition of uh, Alpha's Next. We're all up at the Nugent household for no apparent reason. It's four in the morning, five o'clock New York time. Uh, and, uh, you know, this is like Jim Cramer, right? Up at four. So, the futures are showing and a move here, uh, 300 plus on the Dow, uh, 124 plus on the NASDAQ, gold's at 1600, uh, which is right about where it was before it took a dip, and waiting for the S&P futures, I think the S&P futures are probably indicating a, a point move up maybe, uh, hang on, you know, CNBC kind of teases you on this through the commercial, and I'm waiting for a, oh yeah, uh, 1.4, oil made it what they're calling a big move, but I don't really consider it to be a big move, it's about a 8%, 9% move off of a real low base, 20 bucks, so oil's up to 22, watch for Trump to take an incredible amount of demagoguing from the Democrats about uh, meeting with the big oil companies on Friday uh, and also trying to increase the price of oil, which makes sense from the point of view of the domestic oil industry. But, I mean, I, I, I wish I was a, uh, a, a ad writer, a copywriter for uh, the Democratic National Committee. You know, Trump increases gas prices as millions die you know it, the headlines just write themselves but anyway i think that's actually uh, a sound move from a rational economic perspective because there's a whole lot of oil companies that are going to go out of business and i know greta's going to love it you know but uh, global warming is one thing uh, global unemployment is another thing and most people given the choice you know, it's great to do the virtue signaling, but if you're not getting a paycheck, it's kind of hard to worry about global warming. Uh, so anyway, and I'm sure this whole coronavirus thing is, is helping. You know, I mean, nobody's, nobody's expending any carbon dioxide. So uh, Greta should be happy. Now, uh, the main reason I popped on here is uh, to talk about a report I read just this very moment, about our friend the VIX. Uh, the VIX is the uh, volatility index on the S&P 500 uh, ETF, the Spider, SPY, known as the Spider amongst the cognoscentian Wall Street. And even us yokels out in flyover country who dabble in the dark arts of trading uh, I'm not getting a VIX read here coming up on the on the ticker, but if I notice it, I'll let you know. But I learned a new word today, so I wanted to impress everybody with it. Uh, there's an article in Market Watch which I put out on LinkedIn, and if you're one of my few my loyal band of of listeners, we few. Uh, 
You can follow me on LinkedIn if you don't already, and you'll see where I post stuff. Now, eventually, when I have our Alpha's next website, you know, we'll put this stuff out there, but we don't have our website yet, so we can't do that. But there's a good article on uh, Market Watch. It's uh, got a long headline. The stock market might not bottom until the VIX comes down. Here's why the volatility gauge remains stubbornly high. And the reason is the diagnosis, this sounds like a medical term, never heard it before. Uh, statisticians refer to the market's condition as leptokurtosis, which sounds like some disease. But really what it is, is uh, the potential for potential returns both up and down that are substantially larger than in normal market conditions. So, you know, there's risk to the upside, risk to the downside. It's like the charge of the light brigade, you know, you got cannons to the left, cannons to the right. And this is according to a fellow named Scott Rothbord, who's president of Lakeview Asset Management. And lots of intraday swings, treacherous seas, you know, treacherous markets. Sailors take warning. Uh, so... Markets won't normalize, says Rothbord, and this kind of sounds Captain Obvious, until day-to-day -day movement settle down. It's, that's something wrong there. should be day-to-day -day movements settle down, or day-to-day -day movement settles down. But you know, people get paid to write this stuff, and they make mistakes. So I don't feel so bad about my typos now. Uh, anyway, he is saying that... Uh, that's why the VIX remains high, and the folks at Bespoke Investment Group are actually saying that. Uh, if it's upside volatility, uh, generally speaking, the realized or actual volatility of the market and its level are inversely correlated in the short term. I don't know exactly what that means. Uh, but big declines drive the VIX higher, and grinding rallies send it plunging. Okay, so normally they're saying if the market rallies, it drives the VIX down. But in this case, because it's so volatile, uh, you know, people are still paying up for puts is what it boils down to. You know, for whatever reason, you can't unload your longs. Uh, then people are buying protection in order to uh, protect themselves from more downside. So that's what keeps the VIX high, as far as I'm concerned. And the realized volatility and implied volatility are remaining consistent, and realized volatility is at an historic high. So, you know, as long as things go up and down like a roller coaster, the VIX is going to be high. But what what they're saying here that I disagree with a little bit is that the VIX has to go down before the market stabilizes. It's more like the market will stabilize and then the VIX will go down because the VIX is just like a measure of the futures uh, on, on the... On the well, that's too common. I don't even really understand that myself. But 
The point is that uh, the VIX is the tail, the market's the dog. So if the market comes down, then the VIX will follow it, uh, is my view of it at least. So anyway, all that is to say that we can expect volatile times to continue. The, the main uncertainty, of course, is when it's safe to go back in the water due to the virus. And uh, nobody knows that, you know, because the data isn't there. Even the people who know how to do this don't have the data they need because the testing is inadequate. So the uncertainty is biological, and the biological uncertainty is a function of the lack of data, which will persist for quite some time. Absent some kind of a cure, uh, and there are a couple of drugs FDA approved. One of them is this, what I call quinine, which is an old uh, vaccine, basically, as I understand it, uh, against... Uh, malaria, and it actually seems to work. So uh, there's that, and there's another drug that's an old drug that was indicated for malaria that the FDA, from what I have read today, seemed like they've approved in some fashion as an indicate for the indication of COVID nineteen, which uh, you know will probably get more docs to throw these drugs at it. And the makers, Bayer for one, are donating like millions of doses. So evil pharma, you know, <laughs> they're not so evil when you need these drugs and they're giving them away. So I'm sure they'll get grief for not doing enough, and, you know, not having done it 10 years ago or whatever, but um, my hat's off to them. So I think private industry is rising to the occasion, and it's a good thing we have it, at least for the moment, until the socialist uh, paradise is implemented. So um, I guess I'm a little grumpy when I am up all night. But uh, be that as it may, now here's a picture of Times Square, which looks like a ghost town. Uh, I mean, there's not even any cabs, you know. No, well, there's a few cars. All right, there's some intrepid souls. One cab on Broadway. So, eerie, but nonetheless, is what it is. So, that is all I got to say today. Um, and uh, you, know, you may hear from me later if you hear these. I may speak at least. If anyone listens, that's... Beyond my control. But uh, happy whatever day it is. What day is it? Friday. Happy. No, it isn't. I think it's Wednesday. So uh, it's hard to keep track of the days. Oh, Thursday. Yeah, it's April 2nd. Uh, it was April 1st until four hours ago. <laughs> In other news. Uh, so uh, we're going to wrap it up here. And uh, I will uh, see you when I see you. So be safe, live long, and prosper. And uh, stay out of the parks.